0: Yes, welcome to the Salam Project podcast. Blessings, everybody. Welcome to the first show. Um, The Salam Project presents Youth Work Disruptors. Um, We're here to talk about divorce, absent fathers, trauma, and baby mother drama. And I'm here with two wonderful guests, two wonderful Practitioners who I've been working with for over oh my gosh, five years now. Um, I've got Brother Dawood, peace, my brother. Yes, and also we got Brother Floyd. (laughs) Okay, so just let people know Dawood is a motivational speaker. He's also a great mentor who's been mentoring young people. He also gives motivational talks in youth clubs and prisons. And same with um Floyd. Floyd is a experienced youth worker as well as being um. A chef and a dentist as well, um, and is experienced youth worker. Does a lot of outreach work and mentoring as well. So the title's called "Divorce, Absent Fathers, Trauma, and Baby Mother Drama." Okay. So from your experience, when parents divorce, yeah, and the, and the young person is of adolescent age. Do you think that this can affect or have you seen it
1: affect young people? I definitely, I mean, I can only speak from every time I do this kind of work. And, you know, I can only ever speak from experience and speak from things I've seen in my my own self. Um, Coming from the place where, you know, environment i grew up in, I see that there's a lot of, people who have struggled, a lot of people who've, young kids, young adolescents who got themselves into trouble, a lot of people who lacked a lot of discipline. And one of, it's multifactorial as to why, but one of the common denominators was the fact that many of us were either in single parent homes. Or. So I feel that, I definitely do feel like it has an effect without trying to sound old school. I do feel that um you know, the father and the mother both inclusively have a role in the house, distinct roles in the house in terms yeah. of raising kids. And when kids are or adolescents are missing either one of them, it kind of does have an effect on them, usually adversely most times.
2: Great. And what do you think Dawood? Um uh, yeah, like, like um Brother Floyd said, um, Without a doubt, it does have a negative effect on children. I mean, I'll I'll be I'll I'll say it for you, brother Floyd. Um, old school is best. Um, if, it, if it ain't broke, don't try and fix it. Um, there's male mentality and there's female mentality, and if you want a child to be grown and have the best possible potential. Um, how would you call it um, environment to bloom and become a great person and have a good personality and have good balance in their in their mindset and their character in society, then you need both a man and a woman um in a household to up to to to, to raise that child without a doubt. Um, So old school is best. I'm not saying that a mother or single mother can't do a great job. That's not what we're saying. But in in life, there is the best way of doing something. There's the worst way of doing something. And in between is every other way, okay? And there is good and bad in everything. Now there's good and there's bad in a single parent household. But the best household is a two-parent household with a male and a female. Mm. So, um, but so the the result, the result of a of lack of fatherness or fatherhood um, in a household, because it can be can it can have a great stepdad too. It doesn't have to be a biological father.
0: Yeah, this is what I was going to say to you. So, just imagine, as you know, in some cases, sometimes the father's not around. Is is. Nice is not around sometimes it's the choice of the mother where she's run away from the from the, from the the father of the kid or the, maybe the father's passed away or maybe mm-hmm. the father is just whatless, blatantly whatless and it, and he's just not around. So mm-hmm. who could be the, who could should the mother be turning to for that male energy for the young person? And before I proceed, I just want to shout out. Thank you, Mr. Ali Kamara for coming, even though he's a bit delayed, but we're glad he's here. So, yeah, so what can the mothers do? Because what I've realised and what I've seen, and you guys could correct me if I'm wrong, if if you've seen anything different, there's a lot of mothers of sons, and they're thinking they could do everything. They think they could be the mother and the father. And there's no male person, a consistent male personality or energy in the household. So what can you advise that mother to do?
2: Well, if I could... Speak on this first. I mean, before before we before we even advise before we even advise uh, these mothers, for example, because we can say mothers in this instance because the majority of single parent households are mothers. We're not saying that there aren't. We're not saying that there aren't single parent fathers, but the the average using the law of averages, uh, mothers would win. So before we even advise these mothers, potentially, we have to um, deal with the elephant in the room, which is the mentality change in the modern era with women. In the modern times, women do not acknowledge the necessity of men in the home anymore, whether we like to admit it or not. And we can go as to what the reasons may be. It doesn't matter. That's just the way it is now. Men are valueless in a relationship with the upbringing of a child in the mind of the modern women because men in the mind of women men come with a man's values based upon his ability to provide and has always been and has always been and in a woman's mind if she can make the money and get the bread herself then what is the value of any man if she can do that on her own So we then have to re-educate the modern women and ask them to accept the reality that men do have more of a place in the home than just bringing home money. There is a necessity, especially when you have male children. There is a necessity for male influence on that child because there's a reason of there's a reason why certain communities grow within certain communities and there's a reason why certain mentalities grow within certain communities is because there's a lack of male mentality. Mm. Female and, mentality is more prevalent.
0: More prevalent. Okay. So just to remind my dear brother Ali Kamara, um, today's podcast slash YouTube show is about divorce, absent fathers, trauma, and baby mother drama. So... As someone, and just to have to let everybody know that Ali Kumar is a great motivational speaker, a workshop facilitator, outreach worker, a business consultant, and a great mentor as well. So as someone who works with young people on a regular basis, um, do you, what's the best way, we would say, if someone's getting divorced, especially if the children are at adolescent age, for the parents to deal with it? Guys, sorry I'm
3: late. Um, For me, I don't think divorce is the best option, to be honest with you. You know, if it, if, it, if it comes down to it, don't get divorced. But if it's those types of things that are in it, where it's violence, either from the man or from the woman, not, not most of the time it's from the man or sometimes it can even be from the woman or whatever. And then you have to split because you've got to safeguard yourself and your children. Those They, they come first and you can always rebuild. You can always find a better spouse, you know, going forward. You know what I'm saying? But, um, I just don't think divorce is a very good option to be honest with you because what what, what it boils down to is that um you do need a male figure in the home. But let's let's be honest, some women do a great job at taking care of their kids. Let's take Marcus Rashford for instance. I think I think his mum yeah. was a single mum, right? Yeah. So, you know, she she brought him up and you know, I mean, obviously he's like, you know, um, you know, he's a he's a professional footballer, as everybody knows, but not everybody is gonna come out as good as that. But the point I'm trying to make is, we can't say that single women don't do a great job; they do. But fathers in the house uh, 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 are very, very, very integral, very important part of the family. So it's good to have that family unit. It gives a good balance. Honestly. When I was brought up by a single dad, so Look at I that. can't really, I can't really say that men don't don't do that role. My dad brought up four of us. Do you get what I'm trying to say? You know, yeah. and that doesn't happen in in, in 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 this day and age very much. You know what I'm saying? And if it does, it doesn't even really get highlighted to be honest with you. But like Brother Dawood said, you know, um, a lot of the time men don't really get the value that they're supposed to get within this society because women don't really some women don't really value men, you know what I mean? when, when it comes down to it, you know. Don't get me wrong, there's a lot of there's a lot of women and a lot of sisters that do, and they realise that, hey, we need we need to value this man. He's not just a paycheck. Do you get me, yeah? You know, he's not just he's not just a source of income that we, we bring um, protection. We bring uh, um, emotional stability. You know, we bring uh, so many, so many things to the table. To be honest with you, you
0: know. But and have you seen it affect young people when the parents divorce, especially if the young person, that yeah, is, I'm, I'm, And how, I'm, I'm, how, how do you think it affects them?
3: Well, I'm divorced from uh, one of my uh, uh, wives, and um, you know, sometimes when there's an issue with my daughter, I have to step in, and I can see. Like my daughter's like playing up because she's she's missing she's missing me. But the thing is, I step. I'm an active father. Do you understand me? My daughter was 15 the other day, so I, I took her out with her friends, and you know we, we had a, a dinner at a restaurant, and, and like her friends were surprised. It was like, oh my god, your dad's so cool. I wish my big dad up, would big do up. This. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'm looking and I'm thinking to myself, well, I have to be here as the dad because I have to oversee and make sure that things go right so that it doesn't go south because she's growing up. And you know, at 15 people might think she's older than what she is. Do you get me when she dresses up and thing, you get me? So I'm like, yeah, no, 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 I'm gonna be there, boy, to commandeer the ship, make sure everything goes right. Do you know what I mean? So um, yeah, it's it's not really a good option, but I have to stay by her side to steer her the right way to let her know, hey, I did mean a got divorced, but I never divorced you. Aye, and I will never divorce you. Do you get me? Aye. It's just it's just one of those things, you know. Why people do it, they get divorced and they still play that role and You know, they're still there with the kids. I work in a Jewish school at the moment, and there's some kids that they're not with their parents no more. And, you know, the the parents don't engage with the children. So when they talk to me, they want to chat to me all day long in the hallway. Sir, this, that, the other. want to be my friend. So... Divorce is not a good option. you know. And it's good that divorce. you said
0: that you're working in a Jewish school because some people in the media, as we know, they try to push this as just a problem in the black community. But this problem is in all communities. Let the me Jewish tell you The something. Asian community.
3: Hey, don't talk to them. You, you, you'd be surprised how much men don't talk to their children. Yeah. Or their kids. Or communicate with them. If you continue
0: that cycle, it can mm. be very damaging. So mm. coming on to the case of absent fathers now. Because we talk about there's there are men sometimes like Ali said they're in the house but they don't even communicate with their kids. This is a big issue, okay? But for the for the young people who are growing up without a father, yeah, what would you advise? What would you say to that young man, whether the father is passed away, whether the father is whatless is out of the is is not in their lives? Sometimes, as we know, sometimes the father wants to be with their child but there's issues with the mother and they're going through the court and they, they can't and they can't see the, they can't see it, the was
3: a, it was an issue with a, a young man once and apparently he wanted to see the kids but he wasn't allowed to because the mum said he wasn't given enough money and then apparently her new husband or whatever stepped in and said well i don't think you're given enough money but when when but apparently when they went to um what is it, child support or whatever it was, so he made the, the the application. They said that they should be taking XYZ out of his salary. And when when it came to it, uh, her new husband said, phoned him up and said, do you think, you know, this is this is the amount you should be giving your kids? So he came back to me and he said to me, well, I told him, I don't think it's any of your business. It's between me and my ex-wife. Do you get me? Which I think he was right, to be honest with yeah. you. And of um, course, from that, you know, he, he couldn't get to see his kids. To be honest with you, it was like it was like kind of like they locked him off. I think he was going through different things. I don't think at that time he was very well um, financially stable, job wise. I think it I happens. think he, I think there was a lot of things on his table at the time. Um, so that wasn't even taken into consideration, and um, he was just looked at as a a waste man, shall I say? Do you Look know what like I mean? That. And obviously, sometimes I'm not blaming the women. They, they've got the power of the kids. So they can say, look, you don't do this, you ain't gonna see your kids. What are you gonna do? Whoa. Something and goes, that's a big issue. Goes. I've seen some
0: guys go crazy because of this thing, bro. Turn
3: Whoa. to drink, turn to
0: drugs, turn to alcohol. Come on. They
3: it
2: happens, to their kids. man. Yeah, so, yeah, so, so,
0: so, Floyd, sorry, sorry to switch on to Floyd. So Floyd, if you, just imagine there's a, a young boy out there, a young girl out there and they can't see their dad for various a plethora of different reasons what would you advise that person to do? Because in some cases, the mother, um, sometimes the mother has to take on the, the the mother and father in role, whether they've been forced into it or they've chosen to come into it. So what would you advise that young person who hasn't got a father around? And what would you advise the mother who hasn't got the father around for that
1: young person? I'd say it's a difficult one, really, because there's never any uh, one-size-fits-all yeah. approach. Mm-hmm. But... Speaking generally, and this is just what I would do or the way I would approach it, not necessarily what's right or wrong. I think one, it's just about obviously having sympathy for the sympathy for the kid, letting them know that you care, um, making himself aware of the situation and the disadvantages that he has. I think that's important really, because sometimes they don't really, a lot of the time when kids are in that situation, they're not aware the disadvantage they faced until later in life sometimes. So I think it's about making them aware and let them know. And then then they can kind of make steps themselves as well and take control of the situation themselves and have some accountability and be like, okay, you know what, I've I've had X, Y, Y, Z disadvantages, but this is how I'm gonna spin it and use it to my advantage, so on and so forth, you know? So I think about, just like I say, I'm making them aware. As for the mother, I think for your mother, parents or the single mother, again, it's, I think, if we can always seek some kind of role model, I think every young person could do with a role model, you know, and this is where the community comes in, but unfortunately, a lot of our communities don't have that infrastructure where when there's a missing father, you know, there's a role model, but kids need to see a role model. They need to see, Somebody they respect going to work every day, doing XYZ every day. They need to see that and they need to, that needs to be normalized in their head kind of thing. That mm. you know what it's life's about, not necessarily having a nine to five because everyone's got different roots. Some people are entrepreneurs, so on and so forth, but they mm. need to have that kind of just some mentality in their head that life's there's, there's an adult life. I'm going to have to live it. I'm going to have to go out and earn a living somewhere. Um, Oh, that's it really is like I say it's not really a one size fits all approach but yeah. I think have account, letting kids know making them very aware of the situation having sympathy for them and going out and trying to seek role models for these young guys uh, that's uh, pretty much what you can do really well balance. said Floyd but what <clears throat> if
3: you want to show sympathy for the child sorry to cut in Um what if you want to show sympathy for the child but that is not projected towards the children because of your ex-spouse.
1: Say that again, sorry.
3: What if you want to show sympathy towards the child, but that's yeah. not projected towards the child because of your ex-spouse being in control of the situation? So the letters that you send or the, oh, the text messages that you send or the telephone calls, they're all diverted somewhere else. So your child's thinking, I don't really give a damn. I don't want to know, but dad doesn't want to know. But, you, but they've been given a picture that your dad is not interested. Or the messages so are not I, passed on. What
1: do you do? From, then? The, from the father's point of view, because I've been in this situation myself. I say, you know, and I always we always I always see, you know, you see, you know, people post on Facebook, oh, not being allowed to see my kid, and so on and so forth. For me, bottom line is it's every it's wrong to keep a child away from their father, but the bottom yes. line is the father should go. When it comes down to it, when you really want to see your kid, a father needs to go down the legal route and yeah, get man. your rights as a father. Because boundly, yeah. the mother cannot stop you. You don't need a. You do not need a solicitor to be there to give you your mm. rights. You're on the birth certificate. It's plain and simple. Your rights are in law already laid out. You don't need. You know. You just need to show that you are. You know. How can I put it? You know. Not necessarily a model citizen, but you're safe for the child, really. Um, I think that I, what I would say is I think they need to ask themselves is is that more, more messy? What do they prefer? You know, it's gonna be the lesser of two evils. Do you prefer something more messy or just not seeing your kid totally? Oh. And I think it really it's just for choice, which comes down to the individual, really.
3: What if what if the individual doesn't even know that? How 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 um easy it is, shall I say, and they're thinking, that oh my God, this is so difficult and this, that, and the other, that like, they do want to see their kid, but they're thinking, nah, this court thing is just, you know what I mean, why should I drag my child through the court to see my child in, in a forced way, yeah, when I've, when, when a full well I know, I've, you know, the child doesn't want to see me because, you know, the thing that's been projected by the ex-spouse about me, do you get me, like for you for well, instance, you know, like for yourself for instance, you know, there was probably a picture painted about you that you're this and you're that and your dad's no good and rare, rare, rare. Sometimes there's sometimes a lot of hatred as well, to get me, from one spouse to another, you know, where yeah. I've heard stories where the spouse will be like, like they actually hate the other person. Like, like, hold on a minute, I chose not to be with you. I've moved on. Okay, I might have been young at the time, I did what I did. I might not have been... The father that I was supposed to be at that time. I might not have been the man that I was supposed to be at that
0: time, but that's how life goes, you know? Yeah. So, Dawood, while Floyd's getting his phone charged, or, I'm sorry, laptop charged up, what would be your advice to local youth workers and community workers who are working in the community who are seeing these issues happening around them? So, like, as you know, sometimes if someone's a local youth worker, they're the ones who are approached sometimes by, um, by the mother or maybe the aunt or grandparent grandparent. What would be your advice to youth workers in providing support for young people going through these
2: issues? Um, so I'll try and tie it, because I wanted to answer, I wanted to answer the question before. How does it affect the young people? Mm. But I think this what you just asked allows me to answer both. From the youth from the youth um, workers perspective and from the child's perspective, I think we've forgotten for a moment that this issue is about how it affects the children and regardless of um, what the parents are going through. Like Freud said that there isn't um, one one glove fits all, but I think there is for the basic for the basic things that every child needs. So for example, a child comes to a youth worker, I would say to a youth worker, um, first of all, yes, you have to look at the situation in its own light, in its own context, as in what background a child has, or a young person has, or a young adult has, what difficulty are they facing, is it suicidal, or is it just gang-related, there's, there's you have to look at the context. But quite often... I would say to um, a youth worker. Quite often, we're receiving the back end, the, the 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 latter end of the situation. And when you're receiving the latter end, the late end, or the 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 most recent outcome of a situation, generally speaking, by that point, it, it's more of a fixer-upper rather than a cure. Hmm because for you to have a cure you need to be you to manage or to cure something you generally have to catch it from the early stages from the beginning so the youth worker I would advise the youth worker number 1 be well aware that you're catching a situation when it's matured and there's been years of whatever has happened to this individual okay. but also from the parents perspective and from the child's perspective, you have to then tailor um, how you will be beneficial to that situation. So, for example, I'm coming in as a youth worker now, and this child is in a lot of gang issues. Now the number one reason for children going into gang issues is because they don't have a role model, male role model at home, or just a good role model at home. Generally speaking, or somebody that can reprimand them or hold them accountable for their actions, such as a father. Most mothers in the modern age, especially in the ethnic community, are full-time workers. They ain't got time to reprimand no way.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The, only emotion, the most they're gonna say, is, why are you doing that? Or scream down the house, and all the children are gonna do this thing. "Our oh, mom's annoying. Right? So what we have to do is go back to um, First of all, get that young person who is going through the um, wave of um, disobedience and instability, get them something to do. Mm. And this is why it's so important for youth workers to have attached programs going. So they can say, all right, you can go through and do, you can be an apprentice for this person on, on their company, or you can go here and. Do football. You say you like football, all right? You can go down and work for this football club, get to play with footballs and see footballers train, or they all like that kind of thing. Basically, get them into a program. Because you're dealing with a child that has already been through how many years of trauma or lack of fatherhood, lack of example. We're not here to cure anything. It is impossible at that point. So the youth worker needs to understand that you're here to fix to the best of our ability or to rein in to the best of our ability this young person's um going off the trackness if you want to put it like that they try to bring him back on the track or her back on the track to the best of our ability so get them into a program get them busy doing something progressive that's number one then the second half of the situation is dealing with the parents and like i said in most, in most single parents' household situation, women are the majority. So we're going end up, I mean, in most instances, having to advise mothers. And like I said, Brother Floyd did mention that most instances, not one solution fits all. But I would say that there are basic necessities that we can advise that does fit all. For example, I would advise that because every because every young person needs a male role model, and in most cases, they already have a female role model in their mother, strong, independent woman, whatever she may be. The next thing you need is a male role model. You have three options in male role models. An uncle was a positive role model who's in that child's life actively, not a distant uncle that you hear, hear from at Christmas. Don't he's actively like, she's calling her brother like, take your nephew. Show your nephew. That's one option. But that's not dependable because, again, he doesn't live in the house. Number two, a situation like us, youth work with mentors. Get a direct intervention from somebody whose job it is to directly intervene. That is what we're here for. Our job is to directly intervene in these young people's lives and deliberately be a role model. But here's the best option. Advise these mothers to get married again. The best type of household, parenting household, is a joint effort between a man and a woman. Ooh. see, the number one thing that happens when fathers leave the home, subconsciously children notice. Mm. And, they start, and they start acting up. Right? They start to act up on the mothers. And Brother Ali, you mentioned this earlier. Yeah. Children will act up on moms and start acting a forward mommy. Yes. Because no matter how much moms squeeze and shout, they're like, ah mom, we love you. You're soft. You're nice. You're the nice one. That's why moms tend to use the the, the phrase, I'll tell you that your dad's coming. I'll tell your dad. I'll tell your dad. No, mommy, don't tell dad. Because as much as the, men in the modern age tries to reprogram the individual on a mental landscape, the natural fitra that Allah has prescribed in the human being stays, which is when we see a particular figure, such as a female figure, we think beauty, we think softness, we hear her voice, her voice is very wonderful in its tone. So everybody in their mind, when you think grandma, when you think mother, when you think auntie, you think, oh, I love them. I love them. I love my auntie. I love my auntie. When you hear uncle, when you hear dad, when you hear big brother, when you hear big cousin, you think, oh, man. The children recognize that from a young age. This is not something you teach any child. Yes. There's, there's There's a very popular YouTube video going around where fathers shave their beards just to show you the filter of children, where fathers shave their beards. First, they they have their child in front of them, and they and then they go away for like ten minutes, shave, and come back, and the children start to cry because they don't recognize the lack of beard scares the children. They're so used to this, or they're so used to it, which means children are recognizing male features from early. What I'm trying to say is. Just on the basic level, children recognize the absence of fatherhood and its in and, and, and in its male identity, whatever that comes in, whether it's big, square, hairy, whatever it may be. And children also recognize female identity, whatever that comes in. So when fathers are absent, children recognize that and they start to act up with their mothers. So then when a stepfather comes in the home, it is replaced. And no matter how much the actual father don't like it, <laughs> he is replaceable because, like I said, fatherhood does not have a DNA attached to it. It's actions, it's mm-hmm. presence, it's time. Mm-hmm. So even though I'm over here and I'm like, rah, my child has been raised by another man, I swear to you, he's doing a good job. I'll shake his head every time I see him. I think better, you're right. Cool, 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 cool. Coming to get my son. Yeah? No problem with the guy. He's not putting his hand on my child. He's not disrespecting my child as far as I know. I'm good. Let him live. It's his house. He runs his house how he wants. He's doing a job that I can't do because I'm not with the mum. But a lot of men, they find that defensive. Oh, I don't bring no man around my child. What are you talking about? You're not in the house anymore. She needs to replace you. You need to be replaced, and mothers need to accept the reality that fathers need to be replaced in the home. Just like if you're a single dad, you need to get a woman. Yeah, a 100%. A woman. Because I'm telling you right now, dads ain't got the patience women We just don't. Real talk. Yeah, real talk. Real, real
0: talk. Real talk. Okay, that that was thank you, Dawe. That was brilliant. So, um. Ali and Floyd, let me ask you both. There's some mothers, I'm sure you've heard it as well, they're saying when they're raising adolescent young boys, especially aged around 13 to 16, when they got their tempers, so they're finding that they have to tussle with their sons. <laughs> she, said, she, said, she said many mothers, this a sister took me aside and told me, they said that many mothers are going through this, but many don't say. When you tussle say tussle
3: with their sons. When you say tussle, what do you mean?
0: Like, go, go in your room. I ain't going in my room. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. The mum's trying to push it. the boy in the room. And next thing you know, they, they're not fighting with man-tumps. They're like tussling. I've seen it, yes. Yeah. It.
2: Yes. Oh, right.
0: And there's, what would you say is easy to the young boy, as we know, and what would you say to the young
1: mum in dealing with issues like this? it's it's a difficult one really because obviously because bottom line is physically there's nothing she can do in mm. regards to refraining the kid but mentally there is I think every every you know every young person has something that they cherish and probably don't want taken away from them I think mm. if a person if a young person's you know taking the liberties then you need to take away some of their liberties really I think mm. you just got to think of other ways around disciplining them rather than getting physical because after a certain age it just doesn't work. You know, it just doesn't work. So whether it's by whether it's be whether it's by grounding, which works sometimes and other times, you know, the kids are still like, I'm doing rare t or whether it's by taking away certain luxuries which they have, you know, till PS3, they, get, iPhone. they to get they start to get the message that, yo, you know what? Okay, mom's not ramping, you know. Um, and also it is about again, this is a where role models and having, like Brother Dawood says, having that that um that figure replacing the father, like he, the close uncle and so on and so forth, does come into play if when when you do have them there. Thanks a lot, Floyd. Man. What were you saying, Ali? I, I I would
3: I would say um in terms of your children, you've got to stay close to them as you're divorced. You really have to stay close to them. You have to give them your time, like Floyd said, time is that I would say as well. Time is very important. Give them your time. Like my kids, I give them my time. Do you get mm. me? I'm not ashamed to say I'm divorced with two kids, but I give. I try to give them my time. Do you understand yes. me? I give. I don't see them as much as I want to see them, but I give them my time. And yes. one of the things you have to do, like if you if you if you work in a certain job, try to change that job so it fits around your children. Yes. Try to fit your job so it fits around your children, so you can give them time. If you give them that time, you're going to fill that gap, that void that somebody else is going to come up and fill. That friend or that group or that association with that person that they think is cool or whatever, you get me? you got to fill that void and chat to them and talk to them because there's a certain age bracket I've heard from 16 to, no, from like, I think it's like from 13 or 14 upwards, to 16. Difficult time. Very, very difficult time. But in terms of tussling with your children, I think it might be this generation because I never tussled with my mother. No, no. in terms of me like done. that, or my <laughs> father. This generation, bro? Mm-hmm. Nah, man, they're on a different level. But not all of them. Some of them have got a lot of respect. So if they've got that respect for their parents, they're never,
0: ever going to get to that. It's really bad,
3: honestly. Real it's, it's sad. It's sad. It's, it's, sad. It's, sad. Now, it's sad. This
0: is the last question, and and, and then we're done. And, and, I, and I thank you all, man, for being brilliant, yeah? But I'm hoping to give me short answers each, yeah? This is the last question I'm going to ask. Well, I'm having a few parents calling me and they've got a son, okay, mm-hmm. in most cases, yeah. Some, some of them said daughters. And the son's around either 15, who's either permanently from school, or 16 <coughs> to 24. And all they're doing is they're in the yard, <laughs> playing PS3 and not doing no work, no college, no nothing. they yeah. threaten the son, if you don't go out and get a job or whatever, I'm going to kick you out the house. They say yeah, 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 and they don't end up kicking him out the house, right? What would be your advice to that mum who's got that son, and all they're doing is in the in the yard playing computer games? They ain't gonna go. They ain't going nowhere to get a job. They ain't going to get no course. They're not doing no training. That's in the yard. What is your advice to that mum? Kick him
2: out. Kick him out. No. no, Kick him out. No. (laughs) Kick him Leave
3: out. It. Like my dad, my dad kicked me out for a while. That was what said, my dad kicked me out for a while. The best thing he ever did. Because I went out there and I saw the real world, I saw the comforts that I had at home. I saw everything he was doing for me. And I was living with some brethren, we used called them brethren at the time. Yeah. I was living with some brethren at the time. And know, the things that I saw, I was like, yo, man, this is how people are living. You get me? So I think it was about after a year or six months or something like that. I went back like a, you know, with my tail between my leg Dad, I'm sorry, blah, 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 I shouldn't have done this and that, forgive me, so like, you can come back home. Then I went and got a job, and I sorted myself out. So sometimes, you know what I mean, if you don't hear, you must feel, you have to kick them out for a while, let them see what the real world is like. But, you know, it's it's a tricky one, because if you kick them out now, and they get involved in all kind of nonsense, you might never forgive yourself for the fact yeah, that you've let them out the into thing. the real world. They've got involved with drugs, crackheads, and I don't know. People have led them astray. Next thing you know, they're on an armed robbery or something. I don't know. So, as a parent, you need to decide what you're going to do. My dad did it, but I just went to aunties and places like that. I know safe havens that I had. I'm going to go to Auntie Thingybob. Bob. I'm going to go to Uncle Thingybob. Bob. I'm going to go there, and that's where I'm going to chill. Do you get me? Or some brethrens that I knew that Mm. I could depend on and stay with them for a little while. So I don't know. Tricky one. That's
0: no, no. That's good. Thank you, Ali, Floyd. What would you say to that that mum out there who's got that son? Age 16 to 24, sitting in the yard all day, Monday to Sunday, playing playing the computer games and doing nothing. No course, no, no job, no nothing.
1: Um, so I would say, I mean, kicking them out, I'd say kicking them out will be a last resort with me because of the times we're living in. You know, young lads from our community more than likely in most situations are only going to go one way. Then we kick them out and we've given them the excuse to do that. So for me, it's a case of the key for me would be to those things, which they, those little comforts which they are holding onto and all the, you know, not to give them a free ride anymore. Like, okay, you want to sit down and do whatever. Fine, but you need to earn it yourself. Mm. These things that you like doing, I'm not buying them for you. You know, I'm not buying any new games or and young lads need games nowadays. It ain't just a buy one game every month thing. You know, the way these games are, they program to update every week and they need to add this on and that on, you yeah, know. Bro, yeah. But it's about just not giving them a free ride anymore and let them realize from early that if they're gonna they wanna sit down and do nothing, it's not feasible. They've got to earn, they're gonna have to earn. I'm not gonna fund that lifestyle for them. They're gonna to have to earn it their way themselves, and I think slowly, hopefully, you know, certain that over time, hopefully, slowly, it becomes embedded in them. That like, okay, if I want this little luxury, I need to earn it, and that kind of hopefully slowly, slowly develops that mindset in them. It's not gonna, it's never gonna be a quick fix. Yeah. That's all I can say. But I think the first step is to not encourage it, not to, not to give into it, not to, um, you know, not to let it manifest. Because that's what I see happen is a lot of, I do, I see, I've met mothers in this situation and they just let it manifest for years and they indulge the kid and indulge them, indulge them and carry on for years and years. Mm-hmm. I think just cut that out from early and let them know, okay, 15, 16, whatever, like, no, I'm not funding, I'm not funding. You you can go, I'm not funding this no more. I'll give you bread, water, you know, I'll give you something. <laughs> can come to the, you know, can have a bit, of, you can have some food. But this here in the fridge, that's mine, that's mine, that's mine. Yes. You know? Um, and that's it, really. Hopefully, that kind of would just invoke some kind of change in the kids yes. that he really that he can't be dependent, so dependent. Yeah, oh, but uh, that's uh, Floyd. Yeah.
0: And and you, Dawood, what would be your advice to that mother who's got that son, eighteen year old, oh. sitting in the yard all day playing computer games, refused to go out and get a job, refused to go to get a course or training, and they're just sitting in the yard all day, Monday to Sunday.
2: Well, like I said, um. If we break it down a little bit, just give me a little minute to explain, because this is not as one dimension as we'd like it to think. We'd yes, like to think. true. So, uh, Brother Ali said that the perspective of kicking him out, let him learn the hard way that the world is tough, and that can work in some instances. Brother Floyd said it would be the last option to kick them out, but obviously you have a bit of control as to the pleasures that they have in the house. Um and making sure they know that look it ain't gonna be a free ride. I agree with that also. But I would be on the, the third perspective, which is kicking them out is not an option for me to ever. Um if they choose to leave at a certain point, then that's their trust, no problem. Whether they go into uni or whatever, no problem. But I would never have, have an option on my mind. They can always stay there long as they want, no matter what promise they give me. Because see, the way I see the way I see a household. And the way I see children in regards to um, upbringing, like I always said, with everything, there's the best way to do something. And best normally includes what has the more preferred outcome. And worst includes what what generally has the worst outcome, the unwanted outcome. And in between, you get the other way. And there's good and bad in everything. The levels just change. Either there's more good than bad or there's more bad. But there's good and bad in everything. That's just the way the world works. So, if we're talking, generally speaking, in each of the first two instances, such as kicking a child out, the in the, that would be one of the worst options because of the the current social landscape we live in. Especially, mm. with like brother Floyd said, within our community, the child would more likely end up in a bad company. Mm. Now it's not the best option. Back in the in the in a few years we were in the 90s and the 80s, brother Ali, mean, not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that would be the worst thing you can do for your child. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, in regards to having the option at all of ever, ever letting them putting them outside the house, like Brother Floyd said, even if it's the last thing on the list, you're still having to disrupt this because it's an option, simply because again, it's the age we live in. That should never be an option because we know there's worse out there than the problems they may give you in the house. However, I also agree with what Brother Floyd said as in how to manage them in the house. Now, here is the actual solution. The actual solution, again, this is general and dealing with the basic that every household can benefit from rather than an individual case. The basic requirement, if you want to manage your children in the home, is you need a mother you need a father. Again. The reason being is, and I've like I said, going back to what yeah, we meant. They're
0: all single mothers. All the mothers who said this, they're all single mothers.
2: Yes. I'm well aware. I'm well aware. Because this is the problem mothers are gonna face without having a father I have witnessed, brother Ali, for myself, mm. yeah. my own marriages in the past. Mm. My 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 ex-wife having to run up on her son, who at the time was my stepson. Hmm. In the bedroom, in the bedroom. Because <laughs> he refused to lock off the PlayStation. Hmm. Push him on the bed. Didn't I tell you? That? I said, right. <laughs> right. Because she told him a million and one time to turn off the PlayStation. Yeah. He's just not listening. So when I realized I had to do that, I said, all right. Let's struck down to her. I said, darling, look that can't keep going on. It's going to raise up your blood pressure and it's just going to eventually point to me as a bad guy. So <laughs> let me do something. Hmm. So what I did was I started putting my foot down in the house a bit more with him. Because he was an older child. He was 14. And coming in as a stepfather with a 14-year-old boy, yeah, you can't just come in and act like a bully, man. Don't worry about that.
3: Yeah, you're right, Dawood, man. 100%. You don't
2: worry about that. So I had to... Wait after a few months, he, he likes me, you know what I mean? Give him things he likes, you know? Get my favour in there. Then I'm like, all right. Boom, boom, boom. Look, you can't. Look. After eight o'clock, PlayStation off. If you don't turn off, I'm coming. I'm going to take the power lead out. You're not getting that for two weeks. man, dude. I'm like, no, your mom's serious about it. She went off. Right? I said, it got to a point where you can only play on weekends during the week in our avenue. I I, didn't, I took it away from his bedroom. I locked it in the closet right in our bedroom. All
3: right? What about if you, what about, what about you come in and he's like 18? What'd you do then? He's like, adult. there's not really much you can do really, is it?
2: There isn't much you can do, but all, what I'm saying is, there is, we're, we're talking about children who don't want to do anything um, in regards to getting up, go getting a job and stuff like that. What I'm saying is there is a process yeah. The first process you need is you need to have a male figure in the house. But let's say you don't. Fine. Let's say you don't have a male figure in the house. Then the best thing, you, the best thing you can really do um, is leave that child, in most cases, alone. Let me tell you why. Let me explain why. Mm-hmm. Everything you take away, or everything as a mother, everything you take away, or everything you don't give them. Guess what they're thinking to do. They're thinking to go and get it outside. I'm telling you, make home comfortable they'll stay home. Let them let them bring their friends to the yard, as long as they have decent behaving friends, obviously. Let them bring their bedrooms to the yard. Let them make their, this home the nest. You know when you were young, there's always one friend's yard everybody goes to? Let me yeah. this house. Let me this house, because then I can watch it.
3: Yeah, 100%
2: let it be this house as a mother your approach cannot be in any way shape or form aggressive it will backfire your child is going to go out there and one of the olders on the street will become his father figure because the oldest is buying him trainers one of his bredgins is going to be his his, his idol because he's buying him the playstation game that he wanted because he's his brethren. whoever starts giving him what he wants guess what there is role model Mom's the enemy now all of a sudden, he's sneaking out at night. All of a sudden, he's talking back. All of a sudden, he's puffing up his chest to his mom, almost hitting her. Over what? Because she's not buying him what he wants. Hmm. That's the generation we deal with. In the past, you could rep him on kids that way, whether it's by physical hitting or whether it's by taking away what they like. That won't work no more. See, the process of growing up as a child should be. And I know we don't have it. But we don't know about this. No, is... I had this. I had this. My
0: father, oh, my know. father worked in the factory. now you right? Right. And he done he done what you do. He, he had the paint and decorating business in the evening. And sometimes he used to bring me on the evening All and right. weekends. Yeah. So right. what you are talking is 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 in our community. It is in. And I've seen some other black fathers in our community do do it, but it's not as Good. prevalent as it should not be. As yes. Okay.
2: Thank you. Well, thank you for the correction. It's yeah. not as prevalent. But this is, the, this is the quote. Generally speaking, your son or your daughter grows up and do what you do. They generally just, just take over. It's like a repeat <laughs> of life <laughs> with your children. But this is why what you said, Brother Ali, is essential, which is, if you're not in their life like that, the time you're spending with your child, you're not doing enough. Then believe me, you will not be an idol in that child's life. They're going to either be—it's going to either be a celebrity or somebody on the road that's giving them what they like. The time or whatever Hundred percent. So hundred So the ideal situation is moms are going to do a situation where she's she's going to leave him to grow in his own way because dad's not there. But you know what? She's trying to curve um his behavior through kindness, not roughness, not direct. Because you can't bully, mom. If you do the bully thing, it just backfires. It doesn't translate well for children. It just doesn't. Mm-hmm. It translates into annoyance, not not, <laughs> not not um respect. You know what I mean? Mothers shouting, mothers doing, translate into annoying annoyance to children. I don't know why. Mom, ah, all right, mama, all right, <laughs> all right mama, I'll do it. When dad said, "Yo, move." All cool. right,
0: Dan. Cool. Forgive me. On that note, we will continue in the next session. But thank you very much, Brother Dawood. Thank you very much, Brother Ali. And thank you very much, Brother Floyd, for being part of the show. Um, The Salam Projects presents the Youth Work Disruptors. So thank you very much. And, you. and if you want to contact us, contact us on admin at the salamproject.org.uk the Salaam Project Podcast.